After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the After Things podcast, all about being creative professionals and people who are online way too much. I'm Bryce, joined with Justin Robert Young. Hey. And Brian Brushwood. A yodely, 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 yo. That's my catchphrase. I say it all the time. And you are. And we're, we've got it on the shirts. It's on the <laughs> scarf. And it's, it's got to be an extra long scarf. It, yep. uh, I mean, it's even in the, the trademark that there's a little bit of a throat catch in the, mm-hmm. on the third. It's mostly in the way that you use it. <laughs> so I, I got a, a, an interesting. You like that. Can't this is that what it, this is what I like to call triggering Brian's ADD. <laughs> Just saying a thing I know he wants to talk about, but he has to show tremendous willpower to stay on topic. <laughs> and I love that you're doing it. I um, have no other way to live. <laughs> it's a disability, and I would, I would uh, very much tell you to respect it. So this is from uh, I pulled this from Eurogamer, but there are a few different places reporting on this. So you know Rovio. Rovio. Yoro Gamer. You know Rovio. Uh, Rovio? We've R-O-V-I-O. That's a game company? It is. Is that the Angry Bird Company? It's the oh, Angry Birds yeah. Company. That's right. They're changing Angry Birds. Well, actually, the Red Birds Adventure or something. You already did it once. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, Rovio came out today and said, in fact, I'll just read some of their, um, their Twitter press release. We have reviewed the business case of Rovio Classics Angry Birds. Rovio Classics Angry Birds is a re-release of the original Angry Birds game that they took down because that game didn't really have microtransactions. That game is so old. It doesn't really have a microtransaction system, and it's not it, really built for it. It was broken because they could only charge you for it once, but mm. now they've fixed it. <laughs> right. And so that was the Rovio Classics Angry Birds. They sure got gotcha. you. Some little touch-ups and stuff. We're, we're gonna soak you simp's for every cent. Well, not anymore. Uh, as of yesterday, it was unlisted from the Google Play Store, um, and it and it has in, in fact been renamed Red's First Flight in the Apple App Store pending review. It will be remain. It will remain playable on devices where it has been downloaded, even after it's been unlisted. But you won't be able to download Angry Birds anymore. You have to buy uh, Angry Birds Two or Angry Birds Friends or Angry Birds Journey. So they don't want to use the very powerful brand name of Angry Birds on something for which they cannot monetize the most, and that includes the original game that made them famous. Yeah. So they are now renaming it Red's First Flight, an intentionally crappy name, so uh, uh, people will will not be confused. It won't they show should, up in search. It will not show up in search if you're searching for Angry Birds. You'll get Angry you're Birds. You're going to get all the Angry Birds oh. st- stuff that they have re-monetized. Right, right. Yeah, that seems... Uh, I mean, are they publicly traded? I, uh that's a good question. I think they're a European company. Well, um, while you're checking on that, they don't yeah. trade there. <laughs> like the yes, they are. They're on the Nasdaq. Okay, Helsinki Nasdaq. I don't know, man. Uh, I I can kind of see it both ways. It's uh, we mentioned earlier, uh, Dan Carlin. Um, Dan Carlin's business model with Hardcore History is he makes wonderful audiobooks that he gives away for free, and quietly takes takes them back. 
and takes them off the RSS feed. And if you want them, they now cost $1. Sure. That's cool. And it has worked very well for him. And I'm having... And people like, like that. Like, so, he's not trying to change it from a way that people don't like. Right. Uh, and, and Well, and, but, I mean, I'm sure the first time he did it, it wasn't like, hooray, we don't have access to this anymore. Maybe, but I bet people... I bet it's also a thing where it was never a problem because uh, it wasn't a problem. Like Bryce, someone, pro like yes, yeah, someone. How probably, long have you been on the internet? How long have you been on the internet? It's like yeah, someone's gonna have a problem with yes. it. But it's not like it's the very first day that 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 some old episode disappeared. Well, maybe I, I don't know. Now I'm speaking out of my butt about an instance I don't know. Well, but I, 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 here, here's all, all, all I know is this: mm -hmm. I was doing the PX3 show, and I made the decision that I was going to. Do two things. Number one, I was going to split uh, uh, my my Patreon because I I had started the Patreon as doing the daily jury sure. show uh, or the weekly jury show at the time. Then I started doing the politics thing, and so I had them both on one Patreon. And then I decided to split it because the the Patreon was growing way more now that I was doing the politics thing, and I had the sense that people really wanted the politics and didn't necessarily want the jury show. So I kept. The reason why the the Patreon that I have right now is patreon.com slash J-U-R-Y and not PX3 is because there was the jury one. I made a new jury daily Patreon and I decided to make gated content for the PX3 show. And by and large, people did not have a problem to your point, Bryce, that in general, people were like, okay, you're not taking anything away from me. You're just putting stuff behind a paywall for people that want to pay for it. But there was a very vocal minority mm. that let me know that I was being a greedy so-and-so and that I was, you know, uh, exploiting people and, and yada, yada, yada. So I'm sure that there was a point at when, when Dan Carlin did what he did and said, all right, I'm going to monetize my back catalog and I'm going to sell them on demand for you, uh, that some people were like, you are being a greedy piece of poop. Sure. The uh, one one thing, and I, I I don't know the timeline, but but I know that part of the reason that everybody is okay with it now is because he's had one consistent message, which was, if you gave me a buck, I could do this forever. A dollar an episode—that's all we ask. And then, when content did fall off the RSS and then showed up in a store, uh, it was indeed one dollar an episode, and that is indeed all they asked. So given the fact that they asked for a dollar and uh, the only people in a position to complain about it would be people who refused to give a dollar for, that was asked for them. And it, like in a debate situation, checkmate, it's like, how are you going to complain? But this it's isn't about, it's not about debating, right? It's not about logic. Sure. But, um, uh, and also, people did pay for this game. This, I mean, Red's first yeah. fight is still a ninety-nine cent game, um, even even back then. Uh, yeah, and so it's a good game. You know, I mean, that's 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 a really serious thing. Is if you make something really good that doesn't need all of the trappings of server check-ins and gotta gotta make sure your network's right. You know, and when you just make a good little game, that can be so powerful that the gravity well that that game creates or whatever your project creates is bigger than the than the thing that you've made itself. Angry Birds is no longer the Angry Birds game. It's this whole franchise mm -hmm. of games and movies and car and cartoons and plushies. And 
And at the center of it can't just be a 99 cent game because that's their business people. Well, and, and yeah, uh, who knows the wise nature of this? Uh, uh, it might be short term game for something that is like that original game. You could make a business argument that it is a loss leader that gets people in the door and puts them into this ecosystem for which they will remain forever, right? Yeah. Uh, or you could make the argument that I'm sure won out in this case, which is when we turn off the 99 cent once game, we see a material explosion because the first contact that that, that everybody is getting, largely children, after they see the cartoon or watch a uh, or see a plushie or something in G R Y. Yeah. Is, oh, that one is now something that keeps them in the game right. and uh, uh, makes way more off of them. There are certain business propositions that from a creator's point of view uh, is just explosively different. We do that with weekly uh, uh, stuff on Patreon, like materially weekly makes more money than monthly right and that's yeah. just the way it is i've uh, seen it i've seen enough use cases both ways that it really is not to me an argument uh even if you are doing stuff regularly and yes there are some people that very much are vexed by the fact that sometimes you know for for my show which if it's three dollars a week some months it's Twelve dollars, and randomly some months it's fifteen because there was five Tuesdays in in May or whatever. Uh, Dang it, you did it again! You provided too much value in one month. Well, but no, but there's there's people that are budgeted, right? And right. they're like, right. oh, okay, well, all of a sudden this came in over my budget because of this thing, and I get it. And well, and there's more and, money to be made. But though I will say, in Canada, that is, you know, you a lot of the projects that we work on, the projects that you're describing, are re regular and reoccurring show you yeah. know shows or, or something they were not upgrading this uh, like the rovio classics version of this game is a remake of the original game it looks like but it's still it they even uh this is in the the description no in a and no in-app purchases no pop-up ads like it's really hard to get out from under that if that's just the way the game is it's not like it they're updating it and no, making and, it a whole thing and so i think the va that value proposition is a little different oh no no of course yeah, yeah, yeah i i was i was more trying to describe the fact that like sure. for for them i could see the business case of rename this game money goes up uh uh now that might not from the brand perspective and i think this is probably where where brian if brian were uh finnish and and we're in the boardroom and a very impassioned brian brushwood was using finnish metaphors to explain very passionately that no the brand value of all of this is driven by a very addictive classic provable bankable loss leader and it doesn't matter if money goes up immediately when we rename it to red's final ride uh we are are in a position to sell more plushies and and bind ourselves more with the audience if we keep this loss leader. I think I figured it out. I'm found the missing piece here. Okay. And I knew this was familiar because I knew I had seen Angry Birds before this news story. Um, but obviously, since it went popular on Apple Arcade, they just added relatively recently, I believe, Angry Birds Reloaded, <laughs> which is a subscription. Uh, Apple Arcade is a subscription. Rovio, I'm sure, is very tight yeah. with Apple, uh, so obviously. And this is the original game. I mean, that's how they market yeah. it. This is, hey, it's a classic game. The birds are back. So the the handshake is uh, we would like 
this to be an exclusive. It's the Disney rename vault. it. It's yeah, the, it's the Disney Vault is what yeah. we're looking at. Yeah, I mean they even call and this is what Apple Arcade has done with other titles, right? Is make plus versions of classic games. They did this with Fruit Ninja. They did yeah. it with Tiny Tower. They pay them a little bit to make sure it runs on the new hardware, zhuzh it up, take out the in-app purchases, and then and then your uncle, you've you've rerun. That game. You've really, uh, really, uh, speak, 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 speaking speaking of the Disney, yeah. well, just I, I'm gonna just totally derail everything. Yeah. Uh, uh, the TV Funhouse SNL sketch of the kids going into the, the 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 Disney Vault. Just I watched it the other day. Oh my god! I is can't that, believe that they got. I can't that believe pick? that they got away with it. Uh, uh, sure, yeah. Just the Robert <laughs> Smigel TV Funhouse of the Disney Vault. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. got it, man. It's so tough because Rovio is so big now. It's not like we're talking about the um, the Flappy Bird kid. Like this no. is a whole corporation involved. In fact, here this was a a follow up message by one of uh, the folks at Rovio. Um, as the statement says, it uh, Angry Birds is negatively impacting our other games, which is which is is what we as a company have to focus on. If these other games do not improve and grow, then the outlook for the entire company changes. It is harder to create new games or work on new projects. I'm sure that's not something you'd want. Which I get. I also get like that that weight and the shadow of that game. It's hard to break out of it, especially if the only way to do that is to make it totally different. So it's not just more of the same thing. It's yeah, not, I don't know. I mean, uh, like, I, I mean, they did finished. make Angry Birds too. I ain't finish. So like, I don't know their crazy logic, but uh, uh, you know, I, I I do think that there is a balance between a creator and an audience of. Uh, uh, money versus goodwill versus nostalgia Correct. versus there's there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. So I mean, uh, pilot your ship however you want. I, I am Rovio. inclined to believe that among the rights a creator has, we're not talking legally, we're talking ethically, morally, is mm -hmm. a creator who creates anything has the right to quit. Yep, or stop and take it away. Yeah, take it so away yeah, from I, you forever. I want to be alone, you know. Yeah. And it's yeah. and, um, but I I I do think. Yes. The the thing that makes me a little weirded out is the people who bought this game, I don't know that all of them will be able to keep the game or download the game again. And I think that's taking something away from people. I think uh, cuz I I've, I've been burnt well, by that and, by and, other and companies. That's one of those things where it's like, it's a question uh, of the you know what is the nature of the contract. Um, well, uh, but is it legal or is it ethical? What is like, the nature of the contract? Price? Well, it's two words or less. <laughs> <laughs> you don't own it. You license everything, which Fail. is so that they More can More than two do words. This. And the, and and that and that stinks. I've had that happen. There was a, a a card game that I really liked, Fairway Solitaire, that I had on my iPad forever. And it was an older game, and it was uh, I paid ninety nine cents for it. It's the exact same thing. They wanted to push you to the free to play one where they showed you ads and they had more microtransactions. Electronics Art, uh, Electronic Arts delisted that game, the free one that I had, and I couldn't re-download it. And um, they took that away from me. I paid for that game. I would like to have my game back, please. And thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, well, furthermore, and, and, I would like to point out that Sonny McBlack is in our chat room, Mr. very Black. drunk uh, on Grappa from Italy. So thank you. <laughs> All right. I, I, I do feel like uh, that would be a fun thing to explore later on is because we're getting, kind of getting into the, the, the era of um, or the issue of abandonware. And there's the, the legal distinction of like, no, you don't own the copyright of whatever. It's like, yeah, but the company doesn't exist. The software, you know, is, prove some damages, I, buddy. I want to experience it again. It's like, right. well, cool. Then maybe make it again, you know? And it's like, it, I don't know. It, I, oh, I'll, I'll give you a good button on this. Apparently, uh, you know, what's still popping in the abandonware circles. What? Pet. 
Pets. Remember Pets? P-E-T-Z? No. Oh, this is like, oh my gosh. So Pets was like the, I mean, it was the the proto Nintendogs. It was, um, oh. you, you could uh, raise a little cat or a dog or various types of animals on your computer. And because this was the late 90s and it was made for the worst computers of that time, it just runs on everything now. Got it. Um, and so, so people have uh, a little community where they like keep it active. The file, uh, actually, this is a good point. The, the, this game is built in such a way that you can continue to do this. You can share your pets. You could send them to play dates on other computers. Um, yeah, uh, uh, and, uh, and uh, similarly, no there, there's um, stuff that gets lost in the rabbit hole. Um, uh, there are movies where literally. Nobody knows who owns the copyright to them. And as a result, they are not public domain, uh, right. but you but can't they even... can't. You literally just can't get them. Yeah. But I, I also think that's, oh, man, we're, we're going down the yeah, we're Right, right. Uh, there is a rabbit hole. Let's follow it up later on. Right. Uh, 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 my pick hey, is. Oh, the going, Ur- down the, going down a rabbit hole is terrible for a pet. Yeah, unless it's a rabbit. Mm. Rub that thumb. Okay. Mm. <laughs> we don't. Uh, my, my pick is the Urquan masters, which is a, uh, uh, I believe just a free download. That is a recreation of star control Two. It's quite good. Uh, that's an cool. abandonware thing. Mm. It's, it's, it's a good game. Nice. Uh, I'll, I'll pick pets. I'll, I'll make sure the link in the bio or the, our link in the show notes is this master post, but someone had a great master post of like, here, you can download pets. Here's an all in one that like gives you all the modern day upgrades and fan patches and stuff. Um, and it is abandoned. It's also abandonware. So I'll, I'll have the link to that uh, in the show notes. But yeah, pets. Awesome. Uh, my pick is. Oh wait, no, I already picked TV yeah, Funhouse. Yep. TV Funhouse. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, the version of Song of the South that Walt only showed at parties. Oh boy. Oh my God. Oh boy, howdy. <laughs> well, uh, uh, we're gonna not. We'll go. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna go east, but uh, uh, we're definitely not going south. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us here in the After Things program. No, we went south at the end there. Uh, <laughs> this has been the After Things program for Brian and Justin. I've been Brian. This has been After. Killed it. Flawless victory. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>